when I first saw the coverage of the Russian invasion of Ukraine and bombs exploding, innocent people dying. I remember in my own heart saying, please someone just stop this. Someone do something. It's that way when we see someone that we love suffering, there's nothing we can do about it. Someone stop it, do something. And today, before our very eyes, is Jesus being crucified. Someone do something. Someone stop it. It's important for us to remember that this is the cry of humanity in the midst of suffering. Throughout history, we are, there's been evil that we've experienced. The context is very important because we understand that God has made us good. He made us for relationship with him, for love and for freedom. But we chose to reject that. We chose to rebel against God and sin and death rushed into the world. And ever since that moment, we've been suffering where we are saying, someone do something about this. It's not fair. This is God's response. He's done something about it. You see, Jesus' name means Yahweh saves. He's Emmanuel, God is with us. What does he save us from? He saves us from sin, which is the rejection of love. The very thing that causes wars in the first place. The very thing that ushers sin, or, or brokenness and darkness into the world. He's come to save us from that. He's come to save us from the very death that we fear. The death that we're in, the, the fear of death is that, is that which enslaves us. And so when we come this morning or this afternoon and we see Jesus on the cross, this is God's response to evil. You see, the world doesn't understand this because it doesn't know the story. It deals with guilt and death all the more, just as much as we do but it doesn't understand where God is. And it cries out to God, say, God, what have you done about this? We know what God has done about it. And when we allow this kind of love to transform us, it changes to the way that we understand our own suffering and the suffering of others. There's so much suffering in the world. There's so much suffering in our own lives. And my encouragement is that as we suffer, to never look at our suffering without looking first at Jesus. When you feel that coming up in your, that, that, that welling up in your heart, this is not fair. Do something about it. Look at him who was innocent, crucified for you who did not deserve to die. When you feel overwhelmed by the suffering around you, 
and think that no one else understands. Remember, he's gone to the depth of your suffering and he understands. Where is God in the midst of suffering? He draws near to us as Emmanuel in the very depth of our suffering. And not just simply to be there, but to transform it, to transfigure it, to redeem it, to make all things new. And every time we celebrate this Good Friday, we need to remember who it is that God says that he is. And we need to allow him to draw near to us in our own suffering. Because if we do not do that, we'll be just like the world who think that God doesn't respond to us or that God hasn't done anything about it. But the more we allow him to come into the midst of our suffering, to the very darkness and the brokenness of our human life, that very moment where we stop blaming everyone else for our own sin, that moment where we say, God, I cannot do this. I cannot suffer anymore, I need you. And we open our hearts and he draws near to us. It's at that moment that we begin to believe that what he's done for us on the cross is true, that he's stronger than death. He's stronger than any suffering that can come against us. And so we have to draw near to Jesus on the cross so that he can draw near to us in our crosses. Last year, I was in the hospital. I was not here. I was crucified. In fact, I experienced a suffering that I didn't know was possible. Remember at one point, when I was screaming at the top of my lungs, because I was in so much pain, it was so overwhelming to me. I was thrashing around, having this pain that was unbearable. I was screaming. I pictured Jesus. Right in front of me. He was, he was on the cross and I was with him. And I remember what I was taught to unite my sufferings with his, to get out of myself and my suffering. And I said, Jesus, all for souls. And I was screaming out while the doctors and nurses could do nothing. And I remember at that very moment, it was the purest act of love I've ever given to God. And I was praying for you. I was praying for the world. And when I went back and, and thought of that very moment later with Jesus, it was so painful for me. Even thinking about that the next day caused me to start weeping. I, there was that much pain I said, Jesus, you have to come and show me where you were in that pain. And I saw him come near to me again, looking at me crucified, crying out in pain. And he looks at me, says, you can do this. That completely blew me away. I had no idea what he meant, but when he said, you can do this, I experienced his confidence and his love. And at that moment, all that mattered is, was that he was with me, that he could make all things new. And not just that he can, but that he will. If you're suffering right now in your life, 
Or perhaps you see someone else crucified on the cross. Fix your eyes and your gaze upon Jesus, who alone has power to save you. Take your eyes off of yourself and remember that he draws near to you there, that you're one with him. And if you've experienced a tremendous amount of suffering in your life, ask Jesus to come and be with you there and show you where he was. Because I know of no more transforming power than knowing the power of God's love in the midst of the suffering and brokenness of our lives. That's the secret of getting to know him. He wants to go there because he loves us. He's a physician, he's a lover. He doesn't love us when we're, when we're at our best. He doesn't just wait until we get our lives figured out. He comes into our brokenness, into our shame, into our pain, and shows us how lovable we are. You see, when we do that, we come to recognize that, that the suffering is not the end. Right? The cross is not the end of the story. We know that Jesus Christ, who suffered for us, is alive. We know he's risen from the dead, but unless we're willing to suffer with him, we might not know him and stay with him for the power of the resurrection. I'll just end with this story. When I was in seminary, I learned about the power of Jesus to come and heal different broken areas of our lives years after they happened. And this professor was saying, all you have to do is invite Jesus to come into the place or to show you where he wants to heal you. And when that memory comes up, invite him there. Well, so I remember praying and immediately what came to my mind is, okay, Jesus, where do you want to heal my heart? And a memory of my one of my best friends in college, he had been killed in a car accident after the Super Bowl. The memory of me being at his casket came right up into my face. And I remember that moment, that was one of the most painful moments of my life. And there are many moments like that in your lives. The pain is so unbearable. All you do is just push it away. And that memory came up, I said, no, I'm not going there. Nope. And I just heard this gentle like, invitation to allow him to come. And so I allowed myself to go into the memory and I felt the pain again. I just started weeping. I was in the pain. And as I, was, I said, Jesus, come and be with me in this. And as I'm, I'm, I'm in the memory again, I look over in the memory and all of a sudden I see Jesus kneeling next to me weeping. He too was crying for my friend. As I saw him weeping, he looked at me and he said, behold, I make all things new and all of my pain vanished. That's the promise of the God who chose to do something about it. So when you see Jesus on the cross and you wanna cry out, come down from that cross, no. Don't, don't come down, don't come down. We need you. And that kind of love produces in us an ability to respond with everything we have so that we can bring that life into the suffering of this world. So that when people cry out, make it stop. 
Christians filled with the spirit of Jesus can do something about it. Let's unite everything we have with the sacred heart of Jesus, especially our suffering, so that he can make all things new.